This is William Tincup, and you're listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. We're broadcasting live from Transform in Vegas at the Greenhouse Booth. I have Sherry with me today, and we're going to talk a little DEI. Sherry, would you do us a favor and introduce yourself? Yeah. My name is Sherry Race. I'm the CEO and co-founder of a company called Inthea. We are offering psychedelic healthcare as a workplace benefit to employers so that their employees can get safe and affordable access to psychedelic therapy. Now, that's legal or decriminalized in Oregon? So we're starting with ketamine-assisted therapy, yeah. which is legal in all 50 states. Okay. Okay. I've done that before, so I'm cool there. But um, so... And this is this would be this would be not an EAP, but it's a benefit, a service. It's an add-on benefit. It's an yeah. add-on benefit. Oh, that's cool. Very cool. That's really really cool. How'd yeah. you get into that? <laughs> it's a bit of a long story, but essentially, I was working in poverty reduction in developing countries for a decade and right. saw that we weren't addressing mental health properly. That took me down a rabbit hole of wait, that's because we don't actually have treatments that work well for mental health. Nothing's really been developed for 50 years. Right. That led me to psychedelics. And then that led me to access because everyone I was speaking to that I tried these things were in positions to afford them. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That, that gets to the privilege, the gap and things like that. It's like exactly. those should be, and especially for certain diseases and certain things as treatments that actually help people. Exactly. Treatment resistant depression, yep. anxiety, PTSD. Oh, wow. That's yeah. fantastic. Um, it's kind of, kind of like the when when states started with medical marijuana, and I mean California was one of these where you went to see a doctor and you talked through all the things that were going on in your life and where you know where and it was treatment. Yeah. You know, it's like this is legit. Like this isn't a this isn't a deal. Like you just go buy weed. Like they're they're, they're literally trying to treat something. Definitely. And I love what you're doing. Thank um, you. Let's do DI for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, what do you think over the last couple of years? What do you think we've done well? Or what do you think we've made strides in? Yeah, what I think we're doing well is we're talking about it. We're having these conversations. I do believe people have good intentions. Uh, the fact that we're having this conversation today is a right. testament to that. Um, but you can't really go anywhere without DEI being brought up. And I think that's a huge improvement from where we were five years ago. Love that. That's a great answer. Let's do the flip side. Yeah. So over the last couple of years, where where have you been disappointed or where have we not made strides or where would you like to see? Yeah, a few things. One, I think we are reducing DEI to a metric. Um, so it becomes about how many people do you have in your company with this? How right. did you do your hiring? How did you do your recruiting? And there's all these different metrics that companies are using, but DEI is so much more than just metrics. Right. Um, so and you can gain those metrics. Exactly. Right. And you can gain those metrics. Right. It's like we're 50% women, but they're the first and second level of the company. Correct. But we're 50% women. Correct. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing I think uh, we could improve on. Another thing that I think we could improve on is as much as I just said, we have good intentions. We are also living in this cancel culture. And I think it's not good to push people out when they make mistakes right? and bully them or um, try to cancel them. 100%. It should be a, a way to have an opening, bridging conversation um, and get this right. So This I, is where I, we learn. Exactly. It should be where we learn, right? It should be. It should be where we learn, but it's too easy, especially over social, to just cut bait. Yeah, and people are scared. I like your take on mistakes, especially in DEI, because in HR in general, 
it's hard to make mistakes. Because especially like something with yes. payroll, like yes. okay, you can't make it's very difficult. Definitely. But DEI, it has a different threshold. It's like people are gun shy about making a mistake in DEI. It's like if you don't make a mistake in DEI, you're not trying hard enough. Yep. Right? Yeah. I have a few more answers for you. Oh, yes. Great. <laughs> um, I was at a DEI panel at this conference at Transform yesterday, and the speakers talked about how DEI lives on an island, and that really resonated. Yep. We're not integrating it into the entire company culture. It's this thing we do maybe under HR that sits in HR and isn't a part of our everyday company operations at so many companies. Right. So, so that's an issue that I think we can address. And the last one, sorry to give you such a long answer. You can talk forever. You're doing fine. Um, is I think we can do a better job at addressing uh, mental health differences with minority groups and people of color. It's it's destigmatizing some mm -hmm. of those things, right? Correct. I, so I did a webinar, oh, this is probably a couple months ago, and we were talking about this very subject. And I said, listen... Uh, over the course of 22 months and 15 and 16, uh, I had three near-death experiences. Uh, I tried to kill myself. Um, I had uh, both my lungs collapse. And then thirdly, I was in a massive car accident. Wow. And what I've learned, especially through all of those things, is uh, I'm, I have what's called hypomania. Mm -hmm. It's a form of, uh, uh, now it's, I guess, bipolar, but it's it's hypomania, so where I, my brain, I stay in mania most mm -hmm. of the times, and then, but when I go off and I'm in a depressive state, it's, yeah. it's rock bottom. It's not a little bit down, it's, it's your down All down. the way down. So I'm on Prozac and Wellbutrin, so I'm telling the audience this whole bit, and I'm just like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And it was great, the feedback I got from people like that is like, I'm so glad that you talked about it. Like it First of all, you told your story. Yeah. But you're you went into like the medicine. Like yeah. The diagnosis, the medicine. It's like that's that was freeing for me to hear because you know my son or my daughter, this that, and the other. It's like we just need to talk more. People don't talk about it. Yep. Which makes it worse. Yeah. Because it's, it's a taboo, right? All right. Let's talk measurement yeah. in the sense of what should we be looking at to see if we're actually moving things forward in the in the way that we want to. Two things stand out for me. One, even though I said we shouldn't reduce this to metrics, but looking at um, how diverse our leaders are. Yep. So that's really important. Um, and then the other, in terms of maybe through employee engagement surveys, I would really like us to measure safety in terms of do employees feel safe sharing, like what you just shared about your mental health. Do employees feel safe, safe sharing Perhaps something, for example, right? I'm Muslim. Yep. It's Ramadan right now. Yep. I'm fasting. Bless you. I don't normally feel safe sharing that. Right. Um, because it's not it's not normal in corporate culture to be able to share that. But you should be. I mean, yeah. But the, yeah. But you should be totally comfortable. I should be. Yeah. Right. And so if we had things like that where people became more aware and it wasn't just in Black History Month or right. Women's History Month, but throughout the year people felt comfortable sharing, that would be great. But you got to say you got to create that space. You got to be intentional about creating that space, and you've got to. I think some of the inclusion surveys that, that are being done now are really interesting because mm. they're asking those types of questions. Do you feel safe? Do you feel like you're seen? Do you feel like you're heard? Do you, you know, like all of these things. Yeah. Like, we can't. We can't know. We don't know. But we got. We can ask. Yeah, there is one statistic I read last week that said when we ask our 
colleagues or coworkers how they're doing and they say okay, they're so, lying 84% of the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, maybe you got to ask, are you really okay? Yeah, yeah. No, oh, define okay. Yeah. Define yeah. okay. You can put a little substance around that. Like, what, what do you mean by okay? That's, that's wonderful. Sherry, you've been great. Thank, Thank you, you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. <laughs>